Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. On the line, we've got the spokesperson for the Department of Basic Education, Elijah Mthang. Elijah, thank you for joining us once again. Hey, Bongani, good morning and thank you for having me again. I hope Nala is well as well. Yes, we're yes, good. thank you. Elijah, um, before we talk about, um, you know, the changes that have happened, I thought it was very important for us to address um, the conversation that we had with you yesterday, um, the way in which you addressed, um, you know, some of the questions that we asked, and also um, the perceived arrogance um, from the way that you spoke to us that came from the listeners, that they felt you were arrogant. It also came from social media. And I know that your job sometimes comes uh, with a lot of pressure. Um, if if you feel that you acted in the way, in a proper manner, you don't have to say sorry. But I'm going to give you an opportunity to apologize to the millions of South Africans who felt that you were very defensive and arrogant in your response yesterday. When it comes to the job, I get told the same thing everywhere, especially when I've articulated the I'm arrogant, um, but it's the nature of the job, I guess. When we disagree to disagree and each one holds on to their position, we, we should then let it go like that. I did send a tweet yesterday. Someone said I was arrogant. I said, yeah, I apologize if you feel I'm arrogant. Well, the, um, well, the, li- the listeners aren't on Twitter, some of them. So are you going to apologize to the listener? Well, I did not hear any of the listeners afterwards because I was doing other interviews. But if there's any listener who said I was arrogant, then I should apologize. I mean, it's as simple as that. Uh, the idea is not to be arrogant, but to continue to articulate the position of the department in yeah. every way possible, even if we disagree. So let's agree to disagree and disagree to disagree sometimes. So if 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 you can't improve your, your argument and we continue to, to do that, uh, it, it, well, it's the nature of a discourse, uh, especially on complex matters like this one. So, yeah, yeah I apologize if anyone was, uh, um, what, aggrieved by the manner in which we handled the questions. But I think uh, uh, it's, it's, it's in the nature of the job. And I appreciate that you've created this platform uh, following our discussion yesterday. Metric finals, uh, you know, officially kick off today with uh, English paper and Afrikaans tomorrow. And there's been a, a new statement released um, where there's a collaboration between the Department of Education and the Department of Health. Can you elaborate on that for us? Yes. So one of the things we were saying yesterday in that interview was that we were going to implement the health and safety protocols as given by the Department of Health because we don't draw up those. We only implement what the Department of Health has given us. And we had committed to implementing them uh, to the last detail. So that's exactly what we were saying yesterday. But then the Department of Health said uh, we can see that... Uh, this matter is complex and it's causing issues among communities and people are feeling that uh, this matter would not be fair on their children. We have found a way to assist. So we are going to take over that function of managing anyone who might have a, a, the coronavirus or showing symptoms. We'll do that on your behalf and we will uh, work with you to ensure that we have invigilators who will monitor even if they come from the Department of Health itself um, and, and uh, the areas where the exam will sit will also be a, a, a responsibility of the Department of Health. So that's what is going to happen. We follow the direction of the Department of Health and we are happy that they came on board and even uh, extended their help 
especially on something like this. I've never had to get involved in any exam matter in this way before. And we really appreciate So, I mean, Elijah, with over 1 million and 58 learners sitting down for the exams this year, which is the largest number that the department has actually had, because you are including the supplementary exams from last year, right? Uh, surely this is a decision with the Department of Health that you should have had and a conversation you should have had quite a while ago. Do you not think that, you know, a day before the exams, it's, it's a little delayed to start having these conversations and these conclusions on the future of these young people? The Department of Health is the one that studies the behavior of the coronavirus. They check what's happening in the country in terms of the infection rates, but they also check what's happening elsewhere in the world in terms of trends and patterns of the virus. So they guide the country. You know, it's in the department that issues a statement every night to tell us what is happening in the country. So it will be them as well who will then come back and say, uh, we think, having consulted uh, our our, our peers elsewhere, we can manage this on your behalf. So we, we work with what they tell us. So um, this matter, we have been communicating the fact that those who test positive will not be able to write, and that was their yes. messaging. So until they saw that this particular position was creating issues, they then said, okay, no, we will have to work with you and help, with you, uh, and help you uh, manage it. So the, the partnership is always there, but they also have to manage the complexities of the coronavirus itself. Remember, the focus is always to, to, to keep people safe. And uh, when you do that, uh, some of the things are uncomfortable, as you know. Even the lockdown was uncomfortable. And even in the situation when they said that those who test positive should not mix with other people, it meant that we needed to implement that because we have no capacity to manage people who would have had uh, contact with the virus. And, and then my, my understanding is that there's a larger than usual groups of people that are writing finals this year. And I'm just wondering, do you have the capacity for this? No, remember, we postponed the exam in April already. The May yeah. exam was postponed in April already. From that point onward, we prepared uh, for this exam. And here is how it works. In May and June, that exam is not written in schools. That's yeah. why when that exam happens, schools are able to continue, which means this is written in independent centers elsewhere. So there's no disturbance in that regard. So the May-June candidates who were supposed to have been writing in May and June will Mm. be writing in those independent centers. So schools will will continue. So the capacity for both has been established as far back as April. That's why we're able to appoint invigilators, we're able to appoint uh, markers, we're able to appoint... um, uh, monitors and um, everyone that is required in the examination system, taking into account the expanded examination this year. So in terms of capacity, the logistics, the security of the papers, the movement of the papers, the printing of the question papers, and preparations for the final mm. announcement in Chetwar, all of those things are in place. Um, so, I mean, no, no, no. I just want to invite the listener. Call us 089 if you do have any questions for Elijah. Um, he is available right here, right now. And Elijah, I also wanted yeah. to ask, what about poor schools that don't have the vast infrastructure? You know, are they going to struggle with the limited capacity, capacity or are you going to be helping them in some way? No, remember, the schools have always been running examinations. The only difference now is that you need to comply with COVID-19 requirements in terms of safety and health. So those things are in place. 
Remember, inside the exam room, you will know this yourself because you have written a metric exam before. Yeah. There was always a one-meter distance between you and the next uh, uh, candidate. So that arrangement inside the exam center is not changing mm-hmm. because it's something that you're accustomed to. So schools would, would use maybe an extra classroom uh, to, to administer the exams. And anyway, remember, this year we've been using the rotation system, which means you don't have all the learners in the school at the same time. So there's ample space for examinations to happen uh, with social distancing having been observed and all other security measures in place as well. Um, right. We've also got so a we... caller on the line. We've got Shiraz from Protea. Good morning, Shiraz. Welcome to the takeoff. Good morning, Bongan and Nala. How are you guys? We good, man. What question do you want to ask, Elijah? Um, actually, I want to ask from Elijah that, you know, remember the doctor called yesterday. He said the department, they should have consulted with other departments. So at times, I think they're making decisions from their own head, if I put it like that, without consulting with other departments, which is so selfish of them. Because just imagine how inconvenient are they making to the other kids. And as he's saying that the, the kids will be writing, when was that implemented? Because he said that yesterday and the kids are writing today. So when that, with the preparation and everything, when that was done. So that's all that I want to know from him. Elijah? Uh, well, the, the issue about consultation, that's completely wrong. Uh, in the department, we have a medical doctor, Dr. Faith Kumalo. She is part of the permanent team that works between the Department of Health as well as the Department of Basic Education. That has been there long before COVID-19 came around because we have something called the Integrated School Health Program, which is what we use to look after the children who might have medical issues in our schools and we're able to give them the assistance that they need. So in terms of consultation, there's meetings literally every day on matters that affect the social cluster, which is social development, health, transport, basic education, and all of those. So that approach is, is there. We work together. Uh, what I'm saying is that these issues are complex. There are no easy answers yet. And it's the first time that we, we have come across a situation like this one. So we have made arrangements today. In fact, we have not received any report that indicates that there's a learner who has tested positive who might not be able to write yeah. today. So we don't believe that anyone will be compromised by the decision that was arrived at last night. Elijah, question, we before we let you go, before we let you go, Elijah, uh, when can we expect the exam results, considering that there's such a large number of pupils? What we are doing this time around, we've extended the, 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 the period for doing the work. The exam starts today. It will end on the 15th of December. After the 15th of December, we shut down. We want to prepare for marking. Marking will also uh, be extended. It will start in the first week of, in fact, on the 2nd of January. It will continue for the whole month of January with the processing of the marks and everything. And then in February, Umalus will then come in to do the standardization. Then on the 22nd of February, the minister will announce the pass rate for the country as well as provinces. And then the next day on the 23rd of February, 2021, the candidates will go collect their results at the school where they set for the exam. Elijah, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us this morning. Great stuff, thank you. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.